0: Long. Way outside for the three. It's going. It's it. going. for so then by two handed flush from Brittany Griner. Swing it over. They've got to put him up. They don't use it. And yes! The Lumberjacks have done it.
1: Spins. Big season for Texas, they finished 34-0, and 0. the number one ranked team from beginning to end, winning their first NCAA championship. And the first NCAA... Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Texas 24 podcast on the Dave Campbell's Podcast Network. I'm Matthew Bruni and joining me once again for this loaded, loaded podcast is Ishmael Johnson-ish. How are you doing today?
0: I am good. How are you doing, Mister? Driving hours and hours from uh, undisclosed location back undisclosed. home.
1: <laughs> undisclosed location. Uh, we had to had to come back early this morning uh, from a bachelor party weekend. I guess the same weekend yeah. where Will Wade gets fired here. So yeah, plenty, uh, plenty busy for me today. But um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna start off uh, the day with with this. Dave Campbell's podcast. And man, I'm, I'm excited. We talked about it all fair, but I don't know where this podcast is going to go. We just have so much to talk about at this point. Um, Since they moved
0: the women's to selection Sunday too. Like it's just
1: like, it's just all one giant news drop. I miss, I miss the staggering of it, but yeah. uh, We're not even going to talk about like the conference tournaments in full depth, but uh, we'll talk about them while we're going through the actual NCAA bracket and kind of touch on, you know, the teams and whatnot. Uh, but I want to start with the high school recap on your side ish, because obviously you yeah. were there the last two weeks um with the uh with the the whole five one a through six a everybody. So I'll let you give like shout-outs, uh, highlights and just yeah. overall thoughts on it.
0: Yeah. Um I mean honestly this was when it came to the finals days, uh, both Saturdays, this was probably one of the most exciting end-to-end end, uh, for both girls and boys. Um, I think the gr- I think they kind of ended kind of anticlimactically. You know, Duncanville, of course, dominated for the boys. DeSoto dominated for the girls. Um, but I think when you looked at Cedar Park's win over um, uh, Frisco Memorial, double overtime win, uh, fantastic game. Harden Jefferson's game against Brownsboro, fantastic game. I think Brownsboro won that. And you look at the boys' side, I mean... Jesus. Uh, United, Mansfield, Timberview was an incredible game. pan Clarendon was a lot of fun. Game of the weekend. Um, I mean, uh, Cole Madison was a lot of fun. Like, I think you had a lot of just. A lot, like to me, it was a great showcase for the depth of talent. Um, again, you know, people, I understand the complaints, but especially in the boys, the four A and the six A games. I mean, you know, Faith Family rolled Hershey. Um, there's some definitely some controversy about you know charter schools being in four A, but you know it is what it is. Duncanville, of course, rolled McKinney, but McKinney didn't. I think McKinney gave a gave them a pretty good game, but I think you looked at in my opinion i saw one of the best finishes i think i've ever seen with uh austin westlake and mckinney in the semifinal uh mckinney won on a buzzer beater dunk uh stolen um in over, uh, overtime i should say um a steal at midcourt and uh slammed to the buzzer to upset westlake um silsby almost beat faith family in the semifinal which would have been a massive upset uh they gave them everything they had which was it was another fantastic game but yeah just i don't know a lot of incredible talent. I mean, you know, we'll be hearing Duncanville's Anthony Black's name for, you know, years now. He's probably going to the, that's an NBA player, um, just straight up. Faith uh, family. You'll probably see like four or five guys from that, you know, team uh, Duncanville too, obviously um, Davion Sykes, who's a Texas state signee. I think he's a legacy kid. Um, his dad went to Texas state. He's, he was part of all three of Duncanville state titles. <laughs> um, so he's been, it was kind of a good close to his career. Um, yeah, the girls side, I mean, Gisela mall, she's been, she hasn't, I'm pretty sure she hasn't lost a varsity game. I want to say, um, they're now 62 and 0. um, in the past two years, back to back state champions. Uh, we'll be talking about Bailey Maupan from Groover. She's committed to tech. Uh, so we'll be talking about her for a couple of years. I can't wait to see what she does at, at, at uh, with Krista Gerlich. Um, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of fun, um, oh, geez, and I didn't even mention probably the real game of the weekend, uh, Beaumont United and Dallas Kimball in the semifinal of 5A. Like, you had Wesley Yates, you had uh, future Houston player uh, Ter- Terrence Arsenault going against future Texas player da- uh, uh, Artario Morris. Of course, there was some controversy, some, you know, things that happened with Kimball the night before with the player getting arrested. That whole situation obviously, you know, played out um, – and then they had to obviously play that could play the game the next day, and you could tell that there was some like tension, obviously, <laughs> um, especially with the fact that these two teams played last year in the state championship, an incredible game, United pulling it out. Uh, but I mean, it, it was honestly one of my favorite. Like that that whole week, and especially doing it back to back weekends, like can be kind of a slog, and the fact that they had so many especially the boys weekend, because, you know, you you can finish with the girls weekend. You're so tired and mm-hmm. the boys weekend comes around. It could easily like fatigue you really quickly. But the fact that we had these pretty incredible games back to back to back and just kind of together, like really kind of gave me a boost because Saturday morning I was, or honestly, Thursday morning, I was like, Oh geez, can I do another weekend of this? And then you just start hitting these banger games, especially that night with United Kimball. Um, it really helped uh, kind of just like steamroll through the weekend because yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm really, I'm really happy that, you know, uh, it wasn't, you know, no, there were, there were less restrictions this time. Obviously last year there were more, I didn't even go last year. I watched it all on stream. um, And it really felt like it was a a big event again. So,
1: yeah. It's uh, always a good trip. I remember making trips down there or not trips down there. I well, no. Yeah. It was when I was in Denton. And then I would drive back um, for those. Um, yeah, it's I mean, like if anybody like a, it's genuinely
0: like a great event, like it, it because I always say like or people always say like footballs, you know, you, it's, it's the cheapest you're going to get into at t which is true. Like it is. Um, but if in my opinion, as somebody who, who goes to both there's like a there's an energy and an intimacy with the basketball with the basketball arena um Mm -hmm. not just the game of basketball obviously but like the fact that you're going and you're going to see six games from eight to eight you know like legitimately wall to wall of just like passionate fan bases and like shout out to the smaller schools the smaller schools are gonna have the better fan bases like to me the better crowds were 1a through 4a um mainly because 5 and 6 they have the more casual crowds like the, the people that just live in San Antonio will go yeah. to those games um but you'll just it, it really it really does energize you for football like and especially because like during a during like a, a blowout football game you know like that that's something that can carry and linger and just kind of like you know just kind of
1: where yeah, some down. of those some of those like one through 4A games in in football can be yeah. kind of blowouts at times and then also Jerry world's so big in football that those one through four A's while they travel, they just can't yeah. fill it at that level.
0: Sure. Sure. Unless you're like on the field, right. Like you, where you're like really hearing the crowd and all that. Um, and I guess that's another good thing about basketball is like, obviously you're, you're going to be closer to the court. Right. And so like um, media is of course, right next to the court side. Um, the crowd's going to be right there and yeah, it's going to be, it's good. It, it, I don't know. It, it is my, it's my favorite event to go to because of, how chaotic it is, how, you know, it really is just like it, it, the UIL does such a good job of like shuffling things in and out. Like at halftime player, like teams will like teams for the next game will have shoot around at halftime of the first game. So like, it's just constant yeah, like motion. Um, So I don't know, there's always just something to watch. Uh, they do a good job of honoring like anniversary teams and things like that. Like they had the 25th anniversary of um a lot of the late nineties teams, uh, state champion teams come out. And usually they get like the whole team to come out. So it's always really cool. Yeah, Uh, But yeah, if you haven't been, like definitely take some time to go because it really is a lot of fun. And San Antonio, I think is one of the the better venues for that. Um, I just wish there would be a window in the Alamo Dome (laughs) because
1: you lose track of time
0: (laughs) when you're sitting in there.
1: A window in the Alamo Dome. You know, I'll pitch that next time I'm down there. Just
0: literally just one. Like you lose track so much because you're in there from eight to eight. And so like, you'll t- there's like a break at like five or, you know, five 30 or something. And then you, you feel like it's nighttime and you go out the sun's still shining. You're like, Jesus,
1: oh I God. walk up to the, like the terrace area and there's, there's some windows up there. I That's know the true, whole layout, yeah. like the back well, of the media, like you go through the loading dock and so like yeah, there's no windows bottom. once you get through there. Mm-hmm. And so
0: like, you know, you don't go to the terrace at all. And mm-hmm. so it's, you, you really do lose track. Anybody ask anybody That's who's has covered games, the Almadom. dome, you think you're there. Like you think, you cover one game and you have like, it's nighttime. It's gotta be. And then it's like three o'clock
1: <laughs> low key. Like last thing before we, we move on here, like yeah. basketball in like football arenas, if it's not like, you know, like final four, where they're like on like a platform in like the middle right. and that's like sucks because nobody can watch it if it's cut off and it's like in the half like you know the the curtain and everything Mm -hmm. it's actually like a really good like environment like that's where north texas played in lucas oil against purdue i was like this is awesome i I love love that that. i love
0: that i I also like the i don't know if in lucas oil they make you go they make you walk across the other half the cut off half because like in in alamo dome you walk in through the loading dock and Mm -hmm. so you have to walk through the empty half uh-huh. where you see the curtain and it's yeah. actually pretty cool to see like just like this empty cavernous arena and then you hear you see the curtain and then you hear the crowd so you're like yeah. oh what's that like you you're like oh what's going on over there and then you walk through and then there's the arena yeah um, but i agree i, I like that cut off half
1: um, conference usa does do too obviously with their with Star, staggered yeah. uh curtain and everything in frisco so yeah. yeah big fan of that that's underrated underrated definitely right
0: i do wonder about the 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 cavernous feel too, because like Dome is pretty big. Mm -hmm. And so, especially for like, you know, we, we see with the NCAA tournament, right. Where you play in these huge arenas for football. And then like, you see basketball players have to shoot in this tiny little hoop. That looks like, that looks like it's hanging in this giant cave. Yeah, Um, I do wonder what happened. There was some good shooting this weekend. It didn't seem to bother that many people, but I always wonder about that.
1: That's the, that's what I'm saying. Like the difference is, yeah. Like it, it, like being in the middle and just like with hundred thousand people to you, I feel like it's awful. But right. then it like being cut in half is amazing, and so it's just, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just weird, but um, all right, let's get to college basketball. Plenty Oof. to talk about. Yep. We, let's start on the men's side, and let's start with the snubs. We were recording this on Monday morning, and selection show was at five o'clock on Sunday. And you texted me. You said, "Man, Texas." Texas A&M, and what was the other school you said? Uh, was it Texas Southern? We're all going to be in the same region? Yes. Oh, with Kentucky. Oh, well, yeah, Kentucky. yeah, it was Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah. So you're like, man, A&M and them are all going to be in the same region. I was like, yeah, if, if A&M gets in. And you're gotcha, like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they didn't end up getting in-ish. Uh, <sighs> A&M is one of uh, the first four out, along with SMU. But a lot of people were up in arms about A&M specifically because of the run they had in the SEC tournament to the championship where they beat Auburn, um, beat Arkansas. I mean, they they added to what was already a a decent resume, and they still were unable to make it in. Ken Palm has them 43, which is one of the top teams that didn't make it. I mean, you look at the resume, you have wins over Butler, Notre Dame. Uh, at, uh, Abilene Christian, who's solid, Um, uh, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, Arkansas, Alabama, Florida, twice, Auburn, Arkansas again. Like it feels like a, a resume that should be in.
0: Yeah. I, I guess you can, you can kind of call this a mea culpa for from us because, you know, we, we obviously yes. accidentally forgot about AM when yes, we did see. our preview. Uh, that's what happens when you're the only team in a conference. Um, but, credit to the i didn't like did you expect that run i thought like,
1: I, I, th- I watched the whole florida game and i thought they were losing the whole time like i thought like I, it, you know. it
0: was again this is somebody who thought this team was good this year right i've been on this like AM is yeah. a good team right um and i still didn't expect that and to, after that run florida auburn arkansas i thought there's no way this team's not in right Cause especially because tennessee's been one of the hottest teams in the country the past couple of years. like the they ended this season so well um and i'm trying to think they haven't they hadn't lost since uh arkansas was their last loss and then before that it was texas uh tennessee and so they like that was that being their their, their, their the conference championship loss it blew my mind that they weren't one of the teams and, and by the way, we should mention it wasn't really close. They were the last of the first of
1: the last of the uh first, first four out. Yeah.
0: Like so it wasn't like they were the first team. Like I think SMU was the first team or something like that. Uh, Damien was first.
1: The- I think SMU was second or third. And yeah. then it was uh AM at fourth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so like it wasn't close, which is even more baffling to me because I was looking at their I was looking at their resume. They were 12 and 17 versus Q and Q one and Q2 teams which is better than Indiana who got in better than Notre Dame who got in and better than Rutgers who got in like that. Like if you're talking about resume, like that's it, right? Like I don't, I don't, I, I don't know how Rutgers got in. I don't know how Notre Dame got in frankly. frankly, um, Indiana. I, I can kind of guess. I mean, they didn't, I mean, I don't know their conference record wasn't that great. They, you know, they made it to made it to face Iowa and almost won, almost won the conference, but yeah. I don't know. I thought AM as a body of work was better. Um, I guess you can say that AM's non conference schedule kind of came back to bite them um, because if they probably yeah. pull out that Wisconsin game, they probably win um, or that TCU game they're probably in. But I don't know. I, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. I think this is a team that could win the NIT, though. Um, yes. Because the, I think the NIT field's entertaining. Like, I don't think there's a strong. Uh, you know we'll get to the bracket, the full bracket in the bid, but I don't think there's like a strong like, oh, this team's definitely gonna win. So I think yeah. AM could make a good run or win um the NIT, but I hate that they don't have the validation of like getting into the getting into the tournament because I think they are one of the best 64.
1: When asked about it, the the I don't know the the commissioner, whoever the the talking head is of the committee. Oh
0: those which is it's it's the Southland like it's a Southland commissioner. It's really weird. It's really it? weird. I actually I like, didn't know that. I actually that's didn't know that. funny. <laughs> I yeah. saw it. I was like, why is he the, I mean, I guess for parody's sake, but it's just like, what?
1: They're like, all right, who has the worst conference here? You're in charge. You <laughs> Southland, you, you just lost like all your good teams. You are now in charge of who of uh, being the talking head here. Um, he said the eight game losing streak was kind of a big deal, which yeah. obviously is, but you look at the losses here two only two of them, are the teams outside of the top 20. Right. Like the other six are against top 20 team, Kentucky, Arkansas, LSU, Tennessee, LSU, Auburn. Like, I'm sorry, they didn't beat those teams. Like, and that's coming off of beating Arkansas or Ole Miss, like right before that. So yeah, they should not have lost to Missouri. You can't really lose to Missouri. That's a bad loss. And you- right. Preferably would like to be South Carolina, but I'm looking at like what bad losses do they have this year? South Carolina, Missouri are probably the only two bad losses. I think Vanderbilt's actually not a bad team at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like they lost to teams better than them and they beat, a they beat out. Like we said, Alabama, Florida, Auburn, Arkansas twice, Ole Miss. I mean, Notre Dame who made the field. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think they should have been in, especially with that run at the end, but
0: Mark uh, yeah. Torvik has a has a you can click on a similar resumes feature on his site and every team and they kind of rank them throughout like the past decade or so of like teams with similar resumes every team got in the AM relates to right you're looking at like 2015 LSU 2013 2014 Providence like 2013 Iowa State which was the Hoiberg year like a lot, like every team got in with an at-large bid and a the only team with a similar resume that didn't. So it's a, it's a legitimate snub. Um, and I think it's even more wild that they weren't that close to getting in either. The fact that they were the last of the first four out.
1: Now SMU is more predictable for us because we said they had to beat Memphis. Yeah. Like we said that Memphis game was going to be it. And we, and um, I did pick Memphis to win just because they were hot. Mm-hmm. But I knew full and well SMU needed this win a lot more than Memphis did, and they couldn't get it done. And it sends SMU to the NIT, uh, where I'm still excited to see them. But I, I really look at one loss in particular, and I think that Temple loss where they didn't have Kendrick Davis, mm-hmm. where it really, really comes back to hurt you. Like you yeah. just and the Wichita State loss when they did have him, right? The Wichita mm-hmm. State loss where they got beat by 15. Like those are the two losses where you're like, ooh, that's not good. And um, it came in the it came in the
0: midst of that. That was a good run for them. Yeah, where like they Wichita were rolling. Loss. They yeah. won
1: six straight, then lose to Wichita State randomly. Then they come back, beat Houston at home, beat East Carolina. Then they lose Kendrick Davis for a game, lose the Temple, come back, beat Memphis, and you just never knew where this team was. And they're kind of the opposite of A in my opinion because you look at their losses and they're bad losses pretty much. Like. All of them, except for Houston and Memphis, were outside of the top 75. Like, True. you have loyola Maryland loss, Missouri loss, Cincinnati loss. Like, these are pretty bad losses here. Mm-hmm. So, the avenue is there for this team to have made the tournament. But your only impressive wins were against, like, Houston, Memphis once. I'm sorry, Memphis twice mm-hmm. and Dayton. Yeah. And, and then, I
0: mean, and then the, I mean, Houston came back and stomped them. I mean, you yeah, know, the, the
1: next which game. negated the, which negated the win, <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's like, yeah. um, I, I just, this, it's a big missed opportunity. And while I think the earlier losses are probably the reason why they didn't get in mm-hmm. the Memphis loss at the end of the year is what I'm going to hold on to and be like, they just disappointed. They couldn't get it done.
0: Yeah. It's unfortunate. Cause you know, I guess resume wise. Yes. That probably it makes sense that they didn't get in uh personally i mean this is still one of the most fun teams in the country to watch right like uh kendrick davis we should mention it was named aac player of the year um because he just was absolute dynamite especially now that he had help (laughs) on the team um and it's unfortunate that he didn't get a chance to you know that's what this is why he came back right to go to the tournament um and i believe joe hoyt mentioned uh, from the dallas morning news mentioned that he uh, he's gonna he's gonna test his draft stock um and if it's about the same he'll consider coming back um because he does have an extra year of eligibility but i don't know i mean you know i can't see it i was about to say i can't see it either um you know he has a kid um you know back to
1: back good seasons like this back
0: to back good seasons AAC player of the year like you know is not all coming back like you look at look at the guys they brought in right these are those it cool. felt like a, a team that was there for one year Right. Mm-hmm. Um and I just can't see them. I mean, you know, Houston's probably getting Sasser back and like, I just can't see them making that run. I don't know. I mean, he also said if Tim Jankovic is back, which, you know, he might, he might come back, but who knows at this point, right. This, it felt like a tournament or bust kind of thing. And I'm not saying they fire him, but I might think like kind of a mutual parting kind of thing, you know? Um. So I don't know. I feel like this is, this it's a perfect opportunity for, you know, go get your money, man. Like I, I would, I, I would love for him to come back personally. Cause I think he's, you know, he's so much fun. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like if his draft stock is about the same, I look at it if I'm him and I say what more can I do to improve that? Right. And so at yeah. that point it's like, let me just cash in.
1: Like if he puts up 26 a game next year on a bad team, that's not going to do. He's going to be
0: the same or worse because they'll be
1: like, oh, who cares? He's putting it up on a bad team. Exactly. Um, Last team that wasn't a snub but was on the bubble was North Texas, and it ended with a historic loss to Louisiana Tech where they scored the least. It was the lowest scoring game in the country (laughs) in this season, (laughs) in a game that I did not want to watch, but I couldn't take my eyes off of it. (laughs) <laughs> and they lost, <laughs> like, just seeing the score. I, I I can't tell you how many times I said on this um, trip, North Texas, because I'm with other North Texas people, obviously, they're my North Texas right. friends. Like, man, North Texas really scored 36 points. 36 points! <laughs> lost 42-36 to 36 to Louisiana Tech, man. I just, they took care of Rice, which we predicted. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then lose to Louisiana Tech, 42-36, and just an unbelievable game. That's Louisville. exactly what I told, told my dad. I was, I was like, yeah, just one of the craziest games i've ever seen in one of the like exactly not how that's meant to be said that's exactly what i said i just couldn't believe what i was watching so yeah disappointing into the year for north texas our regular season they're going to play in the nit which again we'll talk about in a minute but um disappointing on that front but i think it's well said that they have overachieved so much this year that their consistency throughout the regular season is what won them the is what put together this season. Like when you get into a tournament setting and you do have those flaws and those limitations against a team like Louisiana Tech, who they've played so many times, like this is right. the sixth time they've played it in two years, like they're going to expose some things. And yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, they did expose those flaws on offense, especially. They end the year 15th on defense, yeah. which is just nuts. Just nuts. <laughs> I, I think, like,
0: crazy to me. Did the UTIP loss keep them out of the tournament?
1: No. Uh, no. no, you don't think so? No, I think even if you win that, if you lose to LaTeX, I don't, I don't think okay. they're especially with the way they lost. I don't think that, that's fair. Um but,
0: but yeah, like we we mentioned we mentioned earlier in the year, you know, how their their offense was rolling at one point, right? Again, it's it's slow, right? Obviously, yeah. but it was rolling. And then you look at basically mid-February on, they you know, their wins, but they put up 54, 58. They, you know, obviously seven misses isn't good. They score 85 against them, but 56 against LaTex, 59 against UTSA. And Damn. then of course, UTEP beats them. So like their offense hit us, hit a, a roadblock, basically the entire like last half month of the season. Um, and then it culminates in, 36 against uh La Tech. And yeah, t- speaking of teams that just didn't end the year the way they wanted to, um, you know, you, it, it obviously looks at that loss, but you can look at basically mid February on and be like, this team wasn't rolling the same way.
1: Yeah. It became a lot more. All right. The defense has to be great. Like yeah. that was the biggest thing. Cause the right, offense, yes, yes, basically. like earlier in the conference year, like when they were beat, they beat middle Tennessee convincingly, you know, they beat West Kentucky and Charlotte and all these solid teams, they were shooting the ball really well from three. And I think that started to, to wane just a bit off in conference plays um, as it progressed, and they couldn't buy a bucket against La Tech, obviously. 36 mm. points is incredible. But, yeah, so that's another team that was kind of on the bubble that didn't, obviously didn't get in. They would have had to have beat probably Miami or Buffalo and mm. beat UTEP and then lose to UAB in the finals. To, to. And I think they would have had a case at that point, but without it, they don't. All right, let's get to the actual field of 68 for the men. We have mm-hmm. – how many teams we have in here? We have one, two, three, four, seven, seven teams in this tournament. Yeah. Uh, Let's start back and go forward. <laughs> 16 versus 16, Texas Southern versus a Corpus Christi. Shout-out to AM Corpus Christi and Texas Southern, neither of which were uh, the one seeds in their tournament. a Corpus Christi was four, yeah. I believe, and Texas Southern was – two or three in it the- something like that they i were, went yeah, the uh
0: southern alcorn was one i think first yeah summer. alcorn was
1: definitely one because i watched prairie view push them to the the edges shout out prairie view yeah. for that game um and then texas southern ends up going on to win it which is what they do every single year um just find a way to get in the tournament and Johnny play in Jones these, baby Johnny Jones finds a way to get here and lo and behold a team from Houston and a team from Corpus Christi are going to be traveling up to Dayton <laughs> to play this game um i don't know why they can not you know just mutually agree to play it in like Katy or something
0: I was about to say just
1: like is there like a the Southland court still there just just play it on right. like Yeah the right country. like just, just
0: the Southland court or Victoria is like clear out of high school in Victoria or something <laughs> <High school. laughs> Just like they just need a gym, man. I'm sure Houston,
1: need- I'm sure Houston has nice gyms actually.
0: I'm just saying, they just need they just need a gym. They don't need to yeah. Need to We're just like, "Yo, just like, like settle this out back." You know, like, well, like, yeah, dude. one
1: official here, one official from the NCAA, just be like, "All right, this happened. We're here."
0: <laughs> Take a picture of the scoreboard and be like, "There you go. That's the game." <laughs> Live tweeting it the whole time She's like,
1: "All right, That's the up. One, dude. The whole country, <laughs> All right, um,
0: but yeah, I hate that they put those. They just said, "Yeah, you two just played. Right. We're just gonna get rid of one of you guys. <laughs> just one of you guys are gonna play."
1: Like, can't have two Texas teams in the in the 16 <laughs> seeds. We gotta have only one. Right. Um, on on paper, actually, I want to see what Ken Palm has for this projection. Let me let me scroll down to find what Ken Palm has because this is this is this interesting. A&M Corpus Christi is the lowest ranked team in the tournament. Texas Southern is the second lowest ranked team. In the tournament, yeah,
0: Southern Kong, by Pum. three. By, Southern by three.
1: That's what I was. That's, that's pretty much what I was leaning towards here. We talked about Corpus Christi early on. Then they lose five straight. Yes. And then they've won. Now what is this? Seven of the last eight. Mm-hmm. All by five or more. So they've been they've been rolling here. Yeah. The question is, I just I trust Damn, Texas I just realized Southern
0: destroyed Alcorn in that final. I was really 17. unimpressed
1: with Alcorn when I watched them play Prairie View. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, I mean, Texas Southern's out here. Like, Prairie View, honestly, mm-hmm. might have been, like, the second-best team in this conference. Like, wow. in a tournament I mean, like setting.
0: The rankings, like, were separated by, like, three games. Like, separated, like, first and, like, fourth, it felt yeah.
1: like. So, uh, Texas Southern, I I think, probably wins this one. Uh, I
0: would say so. I mean, I'd, you I'd know, it, I think Steve Lutz, you know, I mentioned Steve Lutz has done a great job with, Corpus Christi this year. Um, but I think, you know, you look at Johnny Jones, you look at Texas Southern, we saw them obviously upset Florida this year. Um, I think obviously with the tournament experience they have, um, Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's not surprising to lean towards the experience. I think that they are, they're kind of a team on a mission, right? They, they kind of slipped up early, lost to Southern, lost to Alcorn in conference, and then they just kind of more or less rolled, um, what's I think their only blowout loss was to Southern 70 to 58. Every other loss was within three more or less. So they're a team that is, that sh- is probably the best team in the SWAC um, regular season included <clears throat> aside from a couple of losses. So yeah, I'm going to uh, lean towards uh, Texas Southern, but credit to Steve Lutz for getting Corpus Christi back here.
1: Yeah. it's going to be a very interesting game here. Jalen Jackson, Obviously from North Texas, so I know him. Uh, De La Keys, Keys, uh, Simeon Fryer for tech, uh, for Am Corpus Christi, and then we know Texas State, um, Texas Southern rather. Uh, P.J. Henry, John Jones, A.J. Lawson, John Walker. John Walker. I mean that's a that's a squad there. So uh, we will be watching that game. That'll be fun. That will be a lot of fun. Um, then let's let's go down. We have the nine seed TCU against Seton Hall. Now this is where I don't know because TCU's been so good. Like early in the season, if this mm-hmm. matchup would have played, I would have said Seton Hall by a mile. I was completely all in on Seton Hall. They beat Texas, yeah. they looked really good. Um, they I mean they were playing pretty well in the in the conference season too. It's more of TCU just hitting at stride and starting to just beat everybody they play, seemingly, except for- I was about to say, I don't I don't know, how I don't to know. TCU anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what TCU is exactly right now because I don't think they should beat Seton Hall, but at the same time, they shouldn't have beaten, you know, a lot of teams they've played. And now look at them. Texas? Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at who, I mean, well, Texas, they maybe should have beat Texas, yeah, uh, yeah, but um, TCU just finds ways to beat teams here. And now as a nine C, I'm looking at them. Like if they can be Kansas, then they can be Texas and they can be Texas tech and they can be LSU. Like why can't they be Seton Hall?
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean like I I have no Jamie Dixon more or less saving his job has been like the story of the year for me. Like he legitimately there's no you you ask me in January. There's like this there's no like you there's like uh they're barely they have a great record but they're bare, they haven't beat anybody good. They lost to Santa Clara, you know, like what what is this team? And then you ask me in February you're like, "Oh yeah, no, they haven't beaten anybody good. Like why would they be around?" No even through mid-February you're like oh yeah no they're still losing to everybody good then they beat Kansas then they beat tech and they lose by three or four to Kansas and it's yes. like oh geez they're gonna they're gonna get in the tournament aren't they and then they beat Texas in the tournament it's like oh geez all right they um, they're good I mean they they're they're good right like that's the thing like it's just it's just depends it's just a, a thing about how good um they're kind of a a mini version of houston where they play decent defense They offensive rebound their second in offensive rebounding percentage which is nuts in the country um and they have an identity and they let, and they let mike miles cook <laughs> and that's kind of it they just kind of you kind of watch mike miles and you're like how is this dude basically an entire offense by himself and he somehow is
1: <laughs> they again if you look at tcu's offense it's like 336 in turnover percentage yeah. 320th in three-point percentage. <laughs> 324th in free throw percentage. Second in offensive rebounding. Yeah. And they have the 80th offense in the country, which is it's solid. It's like these two teams, Seton Hall and TCU, are very, very similar to each other yeah. um, in a lot of ways. Both are top 30 defenses and then also outside of the top 70 in offense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seton Hall, though, is one of the biggest teams in the country, the fifth tallest team in the country. And I think that could be a concern. I know they um, block a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I, I just – TCU's going to have to make shots from the perimeter a little bit more this game than I think they want to. Sure. And that is a concern for me. So, I could I could see Seton Hall giving them problems. But Mike Miles could be the difference, right? That's what we always talk about. Mike Miles, if he plays well, which he has in recent games, he could be the X factor here because they need a guard to step up and to beat Seton Hall, in my opinion.
0: 100%. I mean, like, I'm trying to think. Are how we going to make predictions?
1: Years?
0: I think I'm, I'm going to stick, I'm going to go with Seton Hall. Um, me too. Just because, but, but then again, you know, I, I, I've counted out TC so much this season, but in big games, I mean, Mike miles 26 against tech 19 against Kansas 17 against West Virginia. Um, even 14 on a pretty good percentage against, uh, Kansas in the, the, the tournament, you know, he steps up in big games, man. He, he can, he's, he's, he's a guy that can go, but I think this is a bridge too far for them. Um, I like Seton Hall a lot, so I'm going to go with them.
1: Yep. Next is six seed Texas. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Virginia Tech, for the record. What was your
0: reaction when they got Virginia Tech?
1: (laughs) I, I, Well, first I saw there were six. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I saw Virginia Tech, who I just watched. Beat the brakes off of Duke and North Carolina and everybody in the Amer- in the ACC. Did you see like,
0: the video of Texas's uh, watch party? No, I didn't. So there, there's you know how they have cameras there for the watch yeah. party when they get their reaction off it. So you know they come up, their seed comes up. Oh yeah, all the Texas guys go, and then it flashes Virginia Tech, and in the corner you can see Courtney Ramey just like <laughs> like Courtney, Courtney Ramey's eyes just like uh oh like kind of kind of like a trying quicker, to watch like, it now like a little quick reaction just like, mm. <laughs> like he like crossed his
1: yeah he's like, he's like this is happy, the one i'm looking at he's
0: like oh yeah and then like you can kind of see him for like a brief second
1: be like virginia tech <laughs> yeah,
0: the- be- because this is a team this is like the hottest team in the country right
1: now. yes since january 26th yeah. they have won they won six straight games then lost to north carolina then won three straight games and lost to Clemson and then won four straight games to win the, the, the yeah, AC. They lost to
0: Clemson, then they beat Clemson in the tournament. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so they've won 13 of the last 15, basically. Yeah.
0: And then just like you mentioned, beat the breaks of Duke in that championship game. This is oh. this is terrifying. Um that is yeah, that is hilarious. That of course Texas draws. That and, team. <laughs>
1: And the thing about the no no middle type defense is sometimes uh, you're going to give up threes to an extent. Virginia right. Tech is third in the country in three-point percentage. Yeah. 39%. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Texas, they're going to have to just make this ugly, which oh, is yeah. how they're going to win any game in this tournament. Uh, But... I don't know if you can make it ugly enough here against a team that's rolling because these numbers, Virginia Tech is 18th in um, offensive efficiency and 55th in defensive efficiency. That mm-hmm. That's like the whole season, right? If, if we oh, just sure. took the last 15 games, what do you think these numbers are at? Like they're probably like 10 and 20. Right. Like <laughs> this is a team that you just like don't want to play at, at yep. this point in the year. Like LSU is the sixth seed and plays Iowa State. Like if you're Texas, you'd much rather play Iowa State, which I know wouldn't happen, they wouldn't do Big 12 for Big Twelve, but still it's like right. I'd much rather play Iowa State than Virginia Tech.
0: I mean, like it's, yeah, this is it just has a recipe for disaster because you got guys like Hunter Couture, you have guys like um Naheem Alien, I think is how you say his name, um, and Darius Maddox, who is he's shooting 52% on the th- on year from three um, off the bench for Virginia Tech. And so you have 50, 52% from three, 42% from three, and 37% from three. Um, and those last two guys, they take a lot of threes. So, yeah, I mean, this, this feels like a recipe for disaster for Texas. But doesn't this also feel like the exact game that Texas just finds a way to just, like, suffocate and win? It does. Like, because, because we've had all these questions – it just feels like a game where it's like, oh, yeah, no, Texas wins by, like, eight. And, like,
1: it, they crack 58. They're, like they, like they, it's I, 50. I just don't trust their guards against... No, you
0: know, trust they, me. That's the thing. Like, if this game swings Virginia Tech's way, they are winning this game. Like, yeah. that is, you know, typically you can see, like, oh, yeah, they can play their game or they can play. Like, no, if Virginia Tech gets this game going, they are winning this game flat yeah. out.
1: Yeah. Because and, they are shooting the lights
0: out. but. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: this is I'm again in my opinion, this is the worst eleven seed you could draw here. Uh Michigan made the tournament as an eleven seed. I'd much rather play them. And then you have Rutgers and Notre Dame playing in the uh, play-in for the eleven. And Rutgers is, is solid, decent. But um yeah, I'd I, much
0: rather get any of those teams.
1: Yeah, any of those teams than Virginia Tech. So well, Texas, let's see what you're made of. Uh Chris Beard is, you know, Mr. March over there. So if they can you can just <laughs> beat Virginia good. Tech, then I think you maybe buy yourself, not buy yourself time, but you know, buy yourself some uh, applause from yeah. fans because then you're right. Purdue and it's cool. You don't have to be Purdue at that point. I was about to say, I don't think, yeah, if they <laughs> like, think about Edie, seven foot four against yeah. Timmy Allen or Christian Bishop or, Tra- or Trey Mitchell's not back with the team yet, right? No, no. Yeah. So, 7-4, just against 6-8, just going to turn around. Yeah. And I want to
0: say, eight. I'm trying to look at Texas's percentage versus teams that shoot the way
1: Virginia yeah, Tech does.
0: I mean, Kansas?
1: Like, who even shoots? No,
0: not really. I was about to say Kansas does not shoot the way Texas, uh, they do.
1: Um, oh, I can look yeah. at the percentage here, actually. Um, pff, Nobody in the Big 12. I was about to say, no one
0: really. I mean, nobody this.
1: plays offense in the Big 12, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> Like I'm just looking at it here. I don't see. I mean, Tennessee's
0: than... the only team I think in like top 70
1: in shooting, and they of it course Kent, beat them. Yeah, but Kansas is 75th. Yeah, I don't know. They might.
0: They might not have seen it seem like this all year.
1: They definitely haven't faced the top, What was it? 60. Yeah, three point shooting uh, team. Nope. I'm um, Michigan State. No Notre Dame. No.
0: Yeah. Stephen Hall. Let me see. Uh, no see
1: Hall no doesn't way. shoot that many
0: threes.
1: Yeah, I don't they're a big team. They just pound yeah. it. Um yeah. Gonzaga, so, and they got their butt kicked. So <laughs> they did play Gonzaga. That did happen. I erased that from my memory. So thank you for and yeah. that one back. Um all right, five seed Houston. Okay, so we're both picking- so we both taking Virginia yeah, second now? I'm taking Virginia. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just don't believe. Maybe Beard will make me believer. Huh? All right, uh five five seats Houston. And we're talking about teams with some bad matchups here. They got UAB in the first how round. Did
0: Houston how did Houston get a five seed. Come on now. That's so this nuts is nuts to me.
1: This I I thought the same thing when I first saw it. Houston is, and I think this is why they're one and four in quad one games. And I think the <sighs> yeah. quad, and I think this speaks to the same thing SMU. Yeah. Fought. The American was three teams this year. Right. Everybody else sucked. like just sucked and so you're houston you're like can i just get like a decent game here every now and then instead of going to play temple like and then they lost
0: to one of those good teams twice
1: yeah and you lost to memphis twice so it's like yeah like cincinnati fell off like who they played in in the top 90 this year like again they lost to wisconsin lost to alabama but they should have beat alabama still if y'all remember that game the right. goaltending call they should have beat alabama which probably raises them a bit like right. i don't know i so i think that's the biggest thing is the american just sucked but don't worry the american north texas is coming to save y'all as a basketball conference um but yeah so that that's what i feel like hurt them the most that they, they look at that at that which is still crazy they were 1 and 4 in that respect and mm-hmm. um to be ranked 3rd in the net is is, is kind of nuts I mean,
0: Torvik, Torvik has them And like, again we've, we've talked about like Houston being kind of weird with Sasser being gone so like how high is their ceiling because they were obviously high they were highly ranked when he got hurt and they're not going to drop him in the rankings because they're going to keep winning but like Torvik had them second in the country Ken Palm still has them fourth in the country and so like it is nuts that like the committee was like yeah still fit fifth seed
1: because <laughs> UAB UAB is going to score the ball to a degree mm-hmm. the question is can houston just hit them on the glass i guess i mean it's such a this is i tweeted. out this is such a fascinating matchup i mm-hmm. me. like i i see houston's athleticism being a problem for most teams right. but uab trade jemison's huge like they have athletes as well that can get after it i i honestly don't know who i'm gonna pick here i text to my friend like i know you houston's gonna be favored here really
0: mm. I, I'm going to go Houston. I, I think they found like, again, that Memphis loss was weird. Um, that, that last game of this regular season, but I, I really think they figured out what this team is without Marcus Sasser. Like Jamal sheds, you know, is, is becoming, is, is showing why he is that next guy in line to be that point guard. Um, Fabian white ended the turn. I think he was player of the tournament in the AC. Like Fabian white was playing out of his mind uh, the past couple of weeks. And so I think Houston's figured it out. Um, I think they are what they are without Marcus Sassner. I think they're fine. I think they're I think they are one of the best 10 15 teams in the country, in my opinion.
1: UAB might have the best player in this game. That's my concern. Jordan oh, Walker is a hooper. Jordan Walker is a hooper.
0: That's a that's that's a that's a that's a that's a statement, sir.
1: It's a take? Who's who's better? I
0: don't want to say it's a take, but it's a it's a statement. I'm not Tyler, saying it's a I take. I'm i will not insult you by that.
1: <sighs> he's better than he's world. Better than Jamal Shedd.
0: Probably better than Jamal Shedd.
1: Um, I don't know, man. Fabian White's playing out of his mind right now. <laughs> he's playing well. He's putting up like 15 in a game. Yeah, <sighs> I'm taking Jordan Walker. That's why I said. That's why I said it's a statement, not a take. It's it's a it is a take a little bit, I guess. But that's my concern. If Jordan, they, and this is the thing. This is again the difference between last year and this year. Last year's team, last year's team could just put one of their big guards on Jordan Walker True. and kind of take him out here this year, like Jamal shed. I don't want Jamal shed guarding him. I probably want Taze Moore or Kyler Edwards guarding him, probably. but it's like, I don't know. And yeah. so I don't know. UAB's offense has been scary to me because they've been actually clicking over the past, however many games. And um, they are ninth in the country in three point percentage at this point. Like They're just making everything they shoot, and it starts with Walker. And mm-hmm. Houston, I don't know. I, they're going to have to play well. They're going to have to play, which, again, I think UAB as a 12 seed is kind of a tricky 12 seed here, which we've seen fives sure. lose to 12 all the time. So right. it's not like it's a hot take to say like, oh, UAB can win this game. I was
0: about to say five, 12 over 5 is like the most common, isn't it?
1: I think over the last three years, the 12s have actually beaten fives more. I think they're yeah. like 8 and 7. Or, I don't know what the record is, but yeah, there's, right. it's something like that. So I, I was so ready to pick Houston to go pretty far in the tournament. Um, but they have to play UAB instead of like Richmond or instead of Wyoming. Yeah. Or instead of who's the other one? Oh, New Mexico state's the other 12. See, that's not bad. <sighs> so you're taking Houston. Damn. I can, can I continue to pick against Texas teams? Is that legal <laughs> on this podcast? I don't know who I'm going to pick on my actual bracket. My, my gut says UAB. Cause I just, don't trust Houston to continue it. But I'm going to take Houston at this moment.
0: Okay. I'm flipping right. it.
1: I'm taking Houston. There you go. I don't feel good about it. Don't let it. us down. Don't let us down. I don't feel good about anything right now in this tournament. <laughs> so. Um. All right. Uh. right. Three seed, Texas Tech. Starts off with Montana State. Uh. The only thing I know about Montana State is they have an ex-North Texas player on their team, Abdul. Um, and I actually don't remember his last name right now. See that. Shows so is.
0: let's look ahead to their second round matchup. Yeah, let's get to the second round matchup
1: here. Um,
0: I will say, I'll say this not 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 about this game at all, but Tech hasn't looked that great. Yeah. Now, not to where I'm worried about Montana State, but to where I'm worried about potentially their next game, um, which could be Alabama, which could just. Be the most chaotic game, I think, of this tournament. If Alabama takes care of business against Rutgers or Notre Dame, Tech-Alabama is the most clash of styles game I think we'll get all year.
1: Yeah, I don't... Alabama is just going to hoist that thing. And if it goes in, they win. If not, they're going to lose because I, they can't, they can't break down Texas tech's defense. They, right, they, yeah. they just can't, I watched and, them and play Texas
0: tech cannot chase Alabama if they do hit from three.
1: Exactly. And so I, I I've watched Alabama play Tennessee, like LSU, like good defenses. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did score on Houston to be fair early in the season, but that's when those threes went in. Right. Mm-hmm. And Houston was unable to match them in the end. Uh, That's really what this game's going to come down to. And, while I like Alabama, I'm picking Texas Tech to win that game. I think pretty comfortably, I, or not comfortably, I but I think I'm. taking I think
0: it. I will too. Oops, I think I almost knocked my mic off. The my um, <laughs> I think I will too. But does the does the way Tech ended this season concern you? Losses to TCU, scare against Kansas State, losses to Oklahoma State, and then you know they lose to Kansas, which what is what it is in the tournament. But they barely beat Oklahoma.
1: It scares and me. I'd
0: say that that game in the if I don't know if you saw the finish of that game, uh, Mo Gibson basically stumbled and yes. traveled on the last basically Oklahoma's last shot. Um, they probably should have lost that game.
1: Yeah, it scares me about their offense. Whenever, which we've talked about before with teams like this, whenever they're playing a team that gets high, can right. you at least stem the tide with a couple buckets here and there to, to, to you know stay in and give your defense a chance to win the game? Right. If Alabama gets high. I don't see it happening, but I think tech is a better team. I'll, I'll take them. I think the path for Texas tech to make an elite eight is very real. Cause then you have Duke who I honestly think Duke could struggle in that two, in that seven or 10 matchup against Michigan state or mm-hmm. Davidson. Like sure. that is a game they could lose and Duke not for nothing is probably the weakest two seed here. Um, I probably say so. So you have Texas tech and if, If they hit it, if it hits its stride, which again, you're like you said, they haven't played great the past month. If it, if tech puts it together here, this is could be an elite eight team very easily. Yeah. That would be, that'd be crazy. That'd be pretty nuts. Mark Adams, pretty first year.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, then at that point, you get Gonzaga, which is what it is. But I mean, honestly, that, that's a game that I, if they make it to the elite eight versus Gonzaga. Tech is the t- kind of team that gives Gonzaga issues, right? Size will obviously be a thing with Timmy and Holmgren, but if they make that run, that's the exact type of team that I would expect Gonzaga to hate playing.
1: And I just say that, spoiler for my bracket, if you're in my bracket pool, don't listen to this. Turn it off right now. Um, I'm I'm not tech picking Gonzaga to come out of this uh, This region. really, I, Honestly, I think, I, I was talking to my friend about it, I think you can relate to this, it's like, we've seen these teams so much that it's like, like you, we, we have flaws in every single team sure, that like, sure. if, if we're just like casually viewing, it's like, Oh, Gonzaga is a one seed. They're going to, they're going to walk through and win it, which they might, they, they might, but I'm like looking at like Gonzaga versus like Memphis or something. I'm like Jalen Duran, they got some like NBA forwards there that can play with them a bit. And like, then if they win that, they play Arkansas or UConn. I mean, it's the, it's the, it's uh, the uh,
0: look at the last I mean, one, the problem is, it's the and I know Gonzaga beat I forgot I completely forget that Gonzaga beat Tech earlier in the year but again, tech wasn't really where they are now in my opinion it wasn't really where they are now um, but it's the it's the uh, the comp the West Coast conference thing, right You basically play two months of a team of a schedule where you're just killing teams. And, you know, I know they played, they stacked their non conference schedule, right? Texas, Duke, UCLA, Alabama, Tech, all that. So they did their part in non conference, but still, there's like, you get in a groove when you play teams that you're beating by 30 for basically an entire two months. And then all of a sudden, you're playing teams that are pretty good, right? Um, So I, I agree. I probably will have them coming out of this region, but it's nowhere near like, Oh, yeah, just pencil them in, right? I mean, look at the – what was the last physical team they played? It was Duke. It was like a team that could really – who had te- who had Match guys there. that could go at. Them. Yeah, like it was teams uh, that – it was it was somebody who could really go at Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren. Um, and I'm not saying Tech has those guys offensively, but they have guys who make them work defensively. Yeah, and they um, can stretch them out a bit as well. Right, so, so I, I don't know. I, if they can get that far, if Tech takes care of business and gets to an Elite Eight. Um, and then Gonzaga does the same i it's not a coin toss but it's a 60 40 in my opinion yeah for
1: so i just i i think i'm looking at this whole tournament as just differently than i think i have in years past i don't know i i just expect a lot to happen yeah. which brings us to Baylor yep a one seed which kind of surprised me a little bit a little um, bit um because they didn't win the conference tournament. But then you look at like the two season, like Kentucky didn't win it. Auburn didn't win it. Vill- Villanova did win theirs, but they were kind of low and they stepped up. Right. Um, some people were saying Tennessee could have gotten one seed for winning the tournament, which I don't know, maybe. So yeah, Baylor's definitely the fourth one seed here. Now their punishment is that they're going to have to, A, they have Kentucky as their two seed, Purdue as yes. their three seed and UCLA as their four seed. That is not fun. The
0: East is awful
1: <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> like
0: for, for that path.
1: <laughs> not for nothing. Eight the eight-nine matchup, which the eight-nine matchup in every single bracket is kind of tough. Um, yeah. but North Carolina and Marquette, North Carolina and it can play, and then Marquette's been really good this year. So it's like we could be looking at a Baylor ha- is having gonna have to beat let's say North Carolina, UCLA, and then Kentucky. Yeah, make a final four yep like that that's i don't know how realistic that is if if i'm being honest without lj crier without jonathan chamachachua i don't know if it's realistic
0: it's that's it's an insanely tough path um i think kansas got off really easy by getting that that uh that midwest region because yeah i mean i know it's because they it's because they won um, basically, they got, they got like, it, feel, it feels like they got rewarded with that, <laughs> with that Midwest region. Because um, by comparison, right? Kansas State has to, Kansas has to beat probably the winner of, uh, you know, whoever the 16 is. And then San Diego State, Creighton, probably Iowa, Providence, just waiting on the other side. Auburn, who had didn't end the year great. Wisconsin, LSU. Like they, by comparison, there's no, there's no, compar- like there is no comparison, uh, right? No. um Kansas got the better, got the better bracket. Um, And then let's look at the other one seed, Arizona. Um, Seton Hall, TCU, which is tricky. Houston, okay, Illinois. But then, you know, Tennessee could be, again, we've seen Tennessee be up and down and Villanova kind of caught fire towards the end. They're not the most consistent team. So I definitely think Baylor did get the toughest uh, 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 path by far. Um, But then again, I go back to the whole thing of how hard is it to evaluate these big 12 teams? <laughs> because Maybe. you look at, you know, you say, ah, man, they ended the year rough. And it's like, yeah, they did. But they also like, I don't know. Oklahoma was one of the, to me, Oklahoma was one of the snubs that, you know, not getting, not getting into the tournament, their losses were to tech and Kansas, you know, another one seed and, 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 you know, uh, Bama up there too. And so like, they end the year sloppily, but still they, they beat, they beat Kansas, Texas, and Iowa state. Um,
1: yeah. Before the yeah, I don't know. Time. Like, it's
0: just so weird to be like, it, I don't know. I understand why I'm hesitant too, but it is also like, are we judging them for not just like rolling through a tough conference? You know,
1: I think I'm, I think I'm in the same boat as I am with Houston. Like mm-hmm. what is this team ceiling without Cryer right. and Jonathan? like it is lower significantly lower here yeah. UCLA's been questioned has some question marks the entire year but if they play UCLA in this in that sweet 16 matchup that is that is something cuz from a talent perspective UCLA is probably the more talented team sure. like with who they're going to co- put on the court it's going to have to be Scott Drew beating you know UCLA like it's going to have to be a, a discipline thing to beat UCLA and right. that's going to be, that's going to be tough. So, um, I think I, honestly, this is going to be a region where, when we're going to, we're going to look at it on like Thursday where like, I don't know if you ever do it on ESPN, whether you look at like the percentage of like the country that has picked this team over this team mm-hmm. or has the most popular picks, Kentucky's going to be the most popular pick coming out of this, this region.
0: Probably. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um,
1: and I'm I also going to pick Kentucky, Kentucky to come out of this region. I was, I
0: was just about to say that. Um, I probably would too. Um, I'm trying to find Flo Thamba's minute splits because obviously he's played a lot more well, they, the last couple of months. Yeah,
1: and then they've tried to figure out a small lineup uh, with Brown and Sohan and and Meyer. And I just don't know if you can consistently – win. Yeah, I don't know if you can win four games with that, like in a row right. against really good teams. So yeah. I, I think they're going to be fine. I think they make it to the second week. I think they beat North Carolina Marquette – I'm very, very confident in that. Then, then it starts to get like, you don't have as much talent as the team you're going against because of injuries. Like you just don't. So how are you going to beat them? And they can, because they are one of the best programs in the country Mm -hmm. at this point. Like there's no, this isn't a team that this is their first year here. And you're like, Oh, you know, I don't know about Scott drew or whatever. Scott drew has been through the wars. He's been through the ups and downs. They just won a national championship. They returned a lot of talent. I trust this team. I trust Flagler. I trust the Kenjo. But UCLA is going to have some dudes. Kentucky or Purdue or whoever they play other the other side is going to have dudes. And yeah, I just don't. I don't think it's likely that they get to the Final Four this year.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think Scott Drew said Kendall. Brown, so I think Kendall Brown came back, um, or he's coming back. Um, I think Scott Drew said that. So that's going to be a pretty big boost for them. Um, and then of course, I mean, LJ Carr has been day to day, basically this whole month. And so I think, I think that did not change, um, as of the 10th, he was still in a boot. Nice. So I do not, unless they, again, if they make a run and they do draw Kentucky in the lead eight, I think at that point, we're probably looking at him. Maybe, off maybe bench,
1: right. Us like yeah, exactly. Minutes. At that
0: point, you're trying to like,
1: just try him. Yeah, right. so um, I'll I'll say right now I have Bailey I've uh, I'm deb- I don't know if they lose to UCLA or Kentucky, I don't know.
0: Mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they meet Kentucky and in the in the Elite Eight.
1: Yeah, I'll go there too. This will be my my chalk chalk region here one versus two. Oh. The rest of it I'm gonna have just chaos. I don't know what's gonna happen. All right, there are our men's previews and predictions. Uh, let's. Do you want to talk minute in it real quick? Let's talk one yeah. game in the NIT at least. Mm. I don't know which <laughs> game you're talking about here. Which game? Mm. All right. Uh, we have, Dude, how we many hit. teams do we have here? We have SMU, North Texas. Is that it? AM. And AM. So we got, we have and two ones. Wait,
0: hold on. What do you mean,
1: North Texas? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> There's a fourth team. There's a fourth team here, I'm told. What do you mean? Hold on. Let me check my earpiece. All right, yes, there's a fourth team here. that we have we have the one seed SMU, we have one seed AM, we have two seed North Texas, and we have seven seed, I guess technically Texas State. Yep. North Texas plays Texas State. Um, I don't even know what day it is. is, the, is it tomorrow?
0: In the super pit.
1: In the super pit in Ditton. Are you gonna yep. be there? I'm gonna be there, my
0: boy. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's gonna be a great one right there, man. You're gonna see like a fifty-two to fifty game. I I was just gonna say, what is your what is what
0: is the The over under?
1: What's the total? I need the Vegas total right now. (laughs) (laughs) Ninety-nine. Right, they just completely dropped it. Um, No, okay, but I I actually look at this game from a really interesting perspective because Texas State, while they did lose in the in their in their tournament, Mm -hmm. the offense has been playing well for the most part like especially going into tournament play yes north texas like we talked about offensively has struggled Mm -hmm. if texas state can and and i think i'll put a lot of this on north texas if north texas doesn't figure it out Mm -hmm. texas state has the firepower here to beat them right like this is this is not a this is not a joke here where north texas is is going to be favored significantly and should win this game comfortably here i look at texas state like if they make shots and North Texas doesn't figure it out, North Texas is losing this game. And that's concerning.
0: I think this is let's see, the spread's not the set. Okay, so the spread he's going to ESPN. I don't know what. Yeah, what I, I got it right.
1: Yeah, it's nine. It's oh minus nine. 118. <laughs> 118.
0: I'll take I'll take the under. Um <laughs> I'll take the under. For those of you that don't know, these are two of the slowest paced teams in the country, with North Texas being the slowest paced team in the country. So take that under. Um I th- this is not only, we joked about this matchup too, where it was like earlier in the year, it was like, oh man, what if these two teams played each other? So it is kind of funny to see it actually come, come to fruition. But these are two teams that are literally like the polar opposites in terms of what has gone wrong for them, what's gone right for them this year. Like Texas State, I've mentioned how their defense has fallen off from previous years. They're really relying more on their execution in that motion offense in the half court. North Texas, the virtual opposite. Defense is absolutely clicking. Their offense has been what is what got them out of the tournament. And similar to Texas State, being unable to get stops was what got them out of the tournament. So it's going to come down to strength on the strength and weakness versus weakness. Like you mentioned, if Texas State can find a way through that North Texas defense, North Texas is going to have probably going to struggle to execute in their own right. But with that being said, Texas State's defense has shown that if their offense isn't clicking, they're probably not getting the stops to be able to make things a game. That's what happened to Louisiana. It was a bad matchup for size and Texas state couldn't get stops, couldn't get rebounds. And it ended up cascading. Um, remember I mentioned how like they got, they got the one seed in that Belt tournament, but I thought they got the wrong side of the bracket because I yeah. thought that Louisiana UTA matchup was an awful, awful matchup for whoever they got and it ended up being true. Um, I think they beat them on the boards. 34 defensive rebounds to 21. I think they got beat. So, yeah, I don't know. This is, I legit, I can't go against my alma mater. But I'm really, I really think that North Texas' defense is going to cause them a lot of issues in the half court.
1: I will take North Texas.
0: Yeah, a shock.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Uh, I, I have not. I have not called. The, the coaching staff yet i'm gonna let them win that game and then i'll call them i only call them after wins oh okay very fair weather fan here the thing about north texas though let me just say this they got the hardest possible three seed in my opinion if they did yep. win the, or whoever texas Day or north texas whoever wins this game this is a fun this is a really fun bracket i'll just say that it's oh i a love this wild bracket. bracket and again i think it's because i've watched more college basketball this year than i have in my life but like Probably. just like mississippi state and virginia are playing on the other side right here and i expect mississippi state to win but like so like north texas or texas state is going to have to play mississippi state while the other three seeds are st louis who north texas played and almost beat uh, florida who Mm -hmm. i think is not as good as mississippi state and vcu and i think mississippi state is a scary team to me at least and maybe i'm sec biased but here i am uh so, yeah, that's, that's the game to watch there. North Texas, Texas State. We got a couple, man. We got North Texas, Texas State, and AM Corpus Christi, and, and Texas Southern on the same, in the same like two day stretch. Maybe they, they might be playing the same night. I don't know when North Texas is playing. Hold on, let me find <laughs> out. Let me do actually some research on this podcast for once. <laughs> uh, Tuesday at 7 p.m. And I don't know when Texas Southern is playing. Um, oh, I'm on the NIT. So Here's here's the the last thing. Also, I, I want to bring this up real quick. UTEP, mm. it sounded like Joe Golding's not going to the CBI. Just let the record show. Mm, sounds like he's skipping out. He sounded sounded like he was he was done with this year. He's he's looking forward to next year already i don't know yeah. i saw that on twitter
0: wouldn't be yeah it wouldn't because i kind know, of he, expected
1: them to go to the cbi in all honesty like i, I mean, was like
0: maybe, maybe but i mean he's also talked about how this team is kind of like he probably he might be done with some of these yeah, yeah that's what i
1: that's what i got as well um a corpus Christi, and texas southern's at 540 north texas at, and uh, texas state is at seven both on tuesday so yeah i'll be on the couch watching those games um, all right. On the other side, SMU is in one seed. Replace, they play Nichols. They should be Nichols. Um, then they play Washington State. should be Washington State. Um, and then you go from there, you play the St. Louis to BYU, which is going to be the interesting game, in my opinion. That's going to be the one uh, where we see if SMU can actually do this thing. Yep. Um, and then Texas A&M. Uh, should be able, should be fine in the first two rounds. Alcorn State and then Utah State or Oregon, those should be fine there. And then, and then Wake uh, Wake was one of the last four, uh, first four out,
0: I believe, as well. Wake
1: Forest was on. I don't remember. I don't think they were. But they were remember. close. They still were like, Will Wade, rest his soul. He's not. He hasn't. He's not dead <laughs> or anything. But he's he's gone. Uh, Will Wade said Wake Forest should be a tournament team. So uh, I believe him well <laughs> um, Wade has never lied in his life. So I, I think I, I trust him. <laughs> Wake Forest tournament team, in my opinion. Tech, so Texas AM is going to have to play them or VCU, and um, oh that'll be as well. But, yeah. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> <not> happening. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man oh god okay yeah no this is the fun nit field i'm looking forward to this um i can't remember the last time i cared about an nit but obviously texas state being in makes me care about it
1: i got four texas teams and i have three sec teams in here i love this field
0: it's a fun field and like oklahoma
1: being in here too like and oklahoma's in it i
0: forgot about that. (laughs) that's nuts i love this
1: i i bro if oklahoma plays north texas in that we get mo gibson versus north texas Mo Gibson's it. dropping 40, bro. Right, he's <laughs> dropping a lot of points. Mo Gibson versus Tyler Perry. Just shoot off <laughs> one-on-one. Let's do it. Um, but, yeah, NIT is going to be fun. Uh, I'll pick SMU to go. I-, I just hope if we get SMU AM and in the semis. Oh, in, yeah. in Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden, Garden. Oh,
0: my God. Yes. In Madison Square Garden. That'd be the that'd matchup. I'm up. so happy. I'd be so happy. I'm not going right. to will. All right. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go SMU, Oklahoma, and the championship.
1: I'm gonna go. I, you know what, SMU senior team, Jankovic might be coaching for his job, honestly, because like if you lose to like Washington State in the second round, I would right. you're gone. Right. But if you may, if you win the NIT, you're motivated.
0: Kendrick Davis wants some hardware, wants some Kendrick, hardware going, and wants going to play at a there.
1: Madison Square Garden in front of some yep. scouts. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'm going SMU, winning it over. You said Oklahoma? Yeah, I'm, I'm SEC bias. I'm going to go Mississippi State. Okay. <laughs> uh, SMU over Mississippi State in the championship. So we get Kendrick Davis versus Iverson Molinar, which would be one of the best point guard matchups in the country. That's Let's good. do it. Um, Give us Kendrick Davis in Madison Square Guard. Please. To the women's side, I think we're done with the men's. Yes, we are. Yep. The women's. There were no notable snubs here on the women's side. It was pretty cut and dry. If you won the tournament, you were in. If not, you were not, most likely. Um, in most scenarios at least. Uh, because like we said, there was kind of a big discrepancy from the top and the bottom here right. on the women's side. Uh and UIW, my my hometown yeah. did it. I was, I don't I don't remember where I was, but I saw a TV and I saw incarnate word up in the championship game. And I was like, by God, incarnate word's gonna do it. I don't know. I'm, when we previewed the set, the, I don't even remember what we said. Yeah. Because it all just blurs together for the Southland yeah. women's bracket. But i am we didn't say Incarnate Word was going to win it. That's all no, I did. We did not say that Jeff oh, was going to get it done. What did they Incarnate even – like, I think we just – they went 5-9 and nine in conference. They were 13-16. What is that? They, pulled that? they pulled that game out of them. Oh, no, no, I remember now. I remember now. We said Houston Baptist versus AM Corpus Christi. Yeah, that was, that was that was the that was the
0: penciled in. That was the angle. Was like that was that was one and two. They had the big one and two matchup in the regular season.
1: Yes. Well, Incarnate Word said no, and in the semifinals beat Houston Baptist fifty-four to thirty-three. Incarnate Word women's in the first round beat Nichols by one, then puts up ninety on McNeese. Yeah, they Then squat. beats Houston Baptist by twenty-one, and then in overtime beats Southeastern, and. And they are now in the tournament, and I don't care that they are probably definitely the lowest seed in the tournament. Probably, well,
0: they're it's uh, the play and isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I With mean Howard.
0: Yeah. By the way, Howard also I believe Howard made it for the first time since like I, I can't remember, but it was like a, I saw a stat that was like Howard for the yeah. first time in a while too. So it was just like two teams that were just like historical historic droughts, and just like just match them this, together, see like, which one wins.
1: Two, three, four, five, six. They lost six straight games at one point. They lost eight of nine at one point. They lost three straight going into the tournament. They lost to the a Corpus Christi four times this year.
0: How about Tiana Gardner dropping 22 off the bench in you know, in, in the championship game? Right.
1: Let's be positive here, actually. I'm sorry. I keep talking about their losses. I can't believe what I'm watching. And you're like, oh, you know what? They scored some points here. I agree. No, I agree. Tiana well, Gardner... I mean-
0: yeah, like they they were the top rebound offensive rebounding team in the conference, um, so they did have something going for them. Um, but then they just caught fire in the conference tournament.
1: No man, they're I also the last ranked
0: I'm... defense in the conference.
1: They were the last ranked defense and or they held Houston Baptist raw, to thirty. In terms of
0: raw points allowed, they were the la- they were. And last. they held
1: Houston Baptist to thirty three points. This is this is absurd. Mm. Houston Baptist shot ten of fifty five from the field. What and then they get what? Happened? Oh god, oh, what and what then happen? if
0: they beat Howard,
1: they get South Carolina, don't they? No, who do they get? Arizona? Yeah, no, they, no, they get they get South Carolina. I oh. need it, you know, anything is possible. Insert the Kevin Garnett <laughs> meme right here. No 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 no, 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 no. How much is Aaliyah Boston scoring in the first half? <laughs> Over under 28 and a half. Oh <laughs> she my she god, tops, she they're gonna. See, and that's the thing: the one seeds beat the sixteen season, in the women's tournament by like eighty. I
0: was about to say that that spread is a lot in the in the like. Oh, I just
1: I, if Incarnate Word wins this, this would be the greatest and most improbable five game stretch, perhaps of this entire season. I hope they team. beat.
0: I hope they beat Howard. I hope they just get to. I hope they just get to punch their way into the first round. The first round. I hope they do. Like that. That'd be a huge accomplishment. Just getting to that game would be massive so it's gonna we'll be like what happens in that game
1: it's gonna be like in the uh, the dream team documentary where yeah. the I, I don't know who it was who it was they played like uh, one oh, of those Caribbean like teams like oh that. yeah no, that's what it was it was Algeria and Algeria before Tip was trying to take pictures with them and everything. <laughs> it was like Magic or I think magic Charles Barkley Barkley, with Barkley was like they're trying to take pictures but we we're, we're trying to trying to beat them by 40 it's like it's gonna be the same thing I just Elia Boston just uh. Smile and thumbs up right next to her. That's no, what I would do. No. Exactly what I would do. That, oh, God. Zaya Cook and Aaliyah Boston just taking photos with. No, her. We, we got to Photoshop that into it somehow. <laughs> just, just that clip. No, oh, I'm going to no. screenshot that clip and then just be like, what I would do if I was playing South Carolina in the first round. <laughs> right. That's what I'm tweeting. There you go. Oh, um, man. Which credits the incarnate word. Sad no, the, yeah,
0: again, improbable run, like legitimately improbable run that they had
1: san antonio city of champions um <laughs> the 14 seeded ut arlington yes. um, i don't know if it felt low because what did what they finish they finished second in the conference and yeah. sundell was not a great conference by any means
0: i mean they did didn't they, they had some like weird losses this year like i'm not too
1: yeah, yeah i'm not I mad mean, when it comes
0: to when it comes to mid-majors women, the women always kind of get shafted um I mean, look at last year. We talked about SFA getting the twelve last year, um, just because they're not. I mean, their non-conference scheduling is not
1: always great, and so I'm not, not for tr- nothing though. Hold on, we've they play Iowa State, and oh. we said fraudulent Iowa alert. state, fraudulent, fraudulent. <laughs> UTR let the Star Jacobs was dropping thirty on them. I just want to see. I want to make sure Iowa State. Um. It's like it's I mean, like you got to kick the tires on them, you know. You got to yeah. make sure that they're not they're not full frauds on here. So I'm I'm not putting it past UT Arlington to keep it close. That's what all that's all I'll say.
0: Yeah, that's that's not bad. I mean, you know, they lost so they lost in overtime to Texas. So Iowa State did did show they're probably their best performance mm-hmm. of the year against uh, a good team because finally we've, we've complained so much that they've awesome. lost to every good team that they've played. Um, but they didn't need. They, Texas did need overtime to beat them, so they did, and they did uh, make a decent little little thing there. But yeah, Star Jacobs, uh, player of the year in the Sun Belt. Um, I don't know. It's not not exactly a, a given.
1: Look, Iowa State's it's, gonna shoot a lot of threes, and if yes. if they make them, they win. But UTEP, you know, maybe they can catch them on an off night here. Um yeah, I like I their. Balance. I don't
0: hate. I don't hate this match for them.
1: How <laughs> literally? How. how how have us has a 14 seat everybody a three seed in the women's tournament because in the men's tap and tapping like what 20 times something like, like I, that I, in the women's there's it's probably happened once right i cannot remember. yeah I I, I I don't know yeah. if, i don't know but yeah so um you know i think that's that's sneaky good but to go to your point of mid-majors yeah. um Getting the raw end of the deal here. I'm not even gonna talk about SFA being a 12 seed because I actually think that's a pretty fair seed this year compared to last year. Last year we know whatever men's
0: men's has happened only 18 times, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: women's it's probably happened like once. It's if ever. <laughs> um Florida Gulf Coast got a 12 seed. And I'm not privy enough to enough women's basketball uh, yeah. outlets, I guess, here, but that just right. feels so they went 29 and two, they were top 25 for a majority of the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, again, it just goes back to like, I'm like well, what am I missing here? They the, beat the like,
1: Yeah. They beat LSU, which obviously skews my view because I watched sure, them sure. just beat LSU. It was, but it, I mean, that
0: should be a resume mark, right? That should I, be like, oh, yeah, this team is at in least Baton is Rouge. Leader.
1: Yeah. And then Arkansas, who was like ninth in the SEC, it's right. a 10 seed. And I'm just like, what it's like florida again ninth in se gets a 10 seed right it's like these these florida gulf coast just gets a 12 i was so shocked by that so anyways that's that's my that's my rant but sfa gets a 12 and plays north carolina and i don't know anything about north carolina i don't feel as good about this sfa team as i did you know last year's obviously same so I, same i don't know um
0: i mean they got deja uh, uh sfa that that'll be an interesting matchup because they got former dunkerville star deja kelly yes, um for unc so i'm kind of fascinated just for the high school uh basketball uh, nerd in me but yeah i i feel like north carolina uh, you know we mentioned they're not you know sfa is not as good as last year so i probably don't feel that great about yeah. uh about that one so
1: all right, the two heavy hitters here. Texas is a two seed, won the Big 12, beat Baylor finally. Yes. Um, and probably definitely knocked Baylor. Eh, I can't say definitely. No, because these, these top four were set, actually. They've been set all year. I feel like um, they are So Baylor's as a two seed. Texas, however, jumps to a two seed, in my opinion. And honestly, I think they swapped with LSU with that win. Because I don't think it's going to matter because they're two and threes in the same region right um lsu and texas are so they're they probably will end up regardless but i think that's where that flip is what happened when texas beat baylor so right. lsu drops to a three texas moves up to a two and texas is like texas or lsu stanford's great stanford's obviously great um but like stanford is gonna have to get through kansas and then uh either Florida Gold Coast or Virginia Tech or Maryland like that's not easy and then you have LSU or Texas
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think I'd give them an, a chance I give LSU and Texas a chance here to, to make a run
0: I, I, yeah man that oh, that'd be so much fun wouldn't it be like Mulkey getting a shot at Texas again I, know.
1: <laughs> I wish it was in Baton Rouge like or, or in Texas or like one yeah. of the home courts but it's, it's right so awesome. yeah
0: no that'd be oh that'd be I I I will abstain I mean, from picking. Texas, it. I mean, Texas beat Stanford this year.
1: That's what I'm saying. Uh, I could see I would
0: it. I, see I might it. pick LSU to come out of this region.
1: <laughs> I could see it. Whoever wins that LSU, Texas won, which I, I will abstain from picking it because I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna abstain from picking. But I'm probably gonna I don't know. I just if you would have asked me this before the tournament, like I just right. thought LSU was better than Texas. Sure them. Like I just I think they' are they're more well I, mean, I
0: I think it's I think to me the difference is Rory Harmon's back to being what she was right like she we, she had that period where she kind of had that freshman I don't say that's, wall but like it felt like she was a little
1: tired yeah um, that's the thing and that's the of the year great. I'll actually analyze this here for a second. LSU's what? perimeter defense is like its biggest strength and they've taken opposing guards out of their rhythm so much. And mm. Texas, the way to beat LSU is to yeah. shoot threes. Mm. Like, every team that's beaten them has shot threes. Texas is going to have to – Aliyah Matharu, you know, they're going to have to make threes to an extent. Right. Like, big te- teams that have a big or two don't bother them. It's when mm. they played Kentucky in the tournament and uh, Ryan Howard goes, like – Nuclear and is right. like turn, shooting and turning around at, right in front of Mulkey. It's like, okay, what do you want to do with this? Like, you're, you win. I'm sorry, right. but it's like Florida Gulf Coast beat LSU. It's um, Arkansas shot the lights out beat LSU. It's like those type of teams, and I don't know if Texas is in that mold exactly because LSU against a conventional team, Tennessee, they pushed South Carolina, lost by six. Like, that's where it's interesting. Roy Harmon, I'm worried. This is a freshman going up against fifth year, three fifth-year seniors. like this is, this is one of the oldest teams in the country in LSU, and that's yeah. where my concern is. So it's going to have to be others. I think Aliyah Matharu, I think these other guards are going to have to step up and match LSU. But there's always that chance of LSU missing their mid-range jumpers as well uh, because they take a lot. Uh, Texas takes right. a decent amount as well, not for nothing. But uh, So it could be low scoring, but I, I'm, I'm going to take LSU in this one just because their, their perimeter defense could give Texas some, some problems.
0: I think I'll take tech. I think I'll take LSU as well. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's just a matchup issue. I think that
1: now not for oh, nothing. Oh, good, ahead, go ahead. I forgot to say, I forgot to mention, I'm sorry. This is the biggest thing uh, LSU. They're, they're starting to guard Alexis Morris sprained her MCL at the end of the regular season. It's mm. been three weeks since then. They, they've, they fully expect her to be back, but you know, if she's going to be 70%, that's a big deal. If she's 80 to 90%, then I think they'll be fine. If she's 60, 70%, that's a big deal. So that could be that's a difference point. as well.
0: That's a good point. Um, I will say, I think, I want to say, Nelissa in in Smith, she came back. She came back in the game, but she did get hurt in, in the championship game. Um, and also, I mean, yes, Baylor was a bad matchup, but they're also still not, you know, we mentioned the depth thing. LSU can also throw bodies at Texas, right? Um, I don't know if they're incredibly more deep than Baylor, but I still think they have a little bit more yeah, than Baylor has. So yeah, I'm going to, I'll probably, if that matchup happens, I'm probably going to go LSU yeah. in that one. Um, and I might take them in the region if I'm being honest as a whole.
1: Now Baylor has an interesting um, road here. Yes. We're looking at it. Um, Wichita region the Wichita region, Uh, they should take care of Hawaii. I don't know anything about Hawaii women's basketball, so whatever. But um, then they play Ole Miss. And Ole Miss, while I don't think they should be too concerned, Ole Miss Mm -hmm. has Shakira Austin, who is – I think I saw when LSU played played them, she was the number three pick in the WNBA draft at the time, Mm -hmm. like mock draft, whatever. So that's someone who could potentially match Melissa Smith. And then he kind of goes to the guards and Baylor has better guards, but it, again, it turns into a game where I don't know. <laughs> <It's like> a, <laughs> that's, legitimately, that that's my reaction. I just, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's fair. Um, ah, man. I mean, they they definitely get an advantage being in Waco for those first few yes. games. Um, that'll be huge. That'll be a, you know a great crowd for them uh i
1: and then they put on
0: i feel like Nalisa, i hope Nelissa smith's healthy again she came out she finished the game against texas and she i think nikki collin mentioned how if she was hurt she wouldn't have finished so i think that yeah. that's i think she'll be fine um I, I don't know if i take them over louisville
1: Woo. I was looking at Michigan. Jesus, we just jumped right over this whole thing. Uh, I mean,
0: yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Michigan's
1: right there. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's right there.
0: I forgot about that.
1: So, like, what percentage chance you give them a making a final four? Oh, God. Um, I'm looking at, like, 15, 20%. Let's say 20. 20%, 1 in 5. 20. I think that's fair. Man. It's like Louisville's probably at, like, 40%, let's say. Uh, uh,
0: actually, yeah.
1: That's probably about right. Yeah. Baylor. Because then he, this is, this is, and again, I'm not going to act like I'm a women's basketball connoisseur, but like what I do know is Tennessee's a four seed here. Like that's yeah. pretty, that's a pretty strong four seed. Yeah. Um, Michigan, so. three it's, seed. It's a tough
0: path. It's a like this is region. a,
1: re, this is, this is a hell of a region here. Um, and Louisville's then fourth one seed. So I guess that's, that's fair. But
0: see, I don't think, I think they'll be okay against Michigan because I don't think Michigan has the shooting to, make them worry
1: yeah
0: um i think baylor does have the shooting to make to make to make it interesting and of course melissa smith i think michigan gets a little too much from the inside for my liking to like them against baylor so i will get baylor in that
1: matchup louisville, louisville. your shots. Tennessee. Louisville. or tennessee could be tennessee too well, probably Louisville.
0: i think i'll go louisville out of this region yeah i I'll probably put it around 20% too, because Louisville is a bad – that's a bad matchup for Baylor. This I believe is,
1: they're 14th in the country in three-point percentage. This is not – this team is not consistent enough to for me to outside take you know, – Outside They've Smith. hit their stride. Yes, outside of Melissa yeah. Smith. Yeah. They've hit their stride to a degree, right? This is – this month, like, we can't ask for them to be playing much better than they're playing right now, like, compared to where they were early in the season. Like, this, we'll take this 100%. Right. But they're going to have to be, like I said, Ole Miss, they should be fine, but they do have some 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 players, mm-hmm. Michigan, and then Louisville or Tennessee. That's a tough, tough task, and I don't know if they're consistent enough to make it, so I don't I don't expect them to make it out. I don't, yeah. So I'll, ju- I'll just take Louisville, I guess, as a chalk answer there. I don't either. But then again, I'll also say
0: that an Elite Eight, I think that's a solid first awesome. year. A awesome. solid first year for, for Nikki Collin. Um, yes. She had tons of work to do this year tons of expectation i'll say not tons of work per se but tons of expectation and they righted the ship from what looked like a shaky start so um an elite day run would be and then losing to louisville you know i think would be perfectly perfectly acceptable
1: yeah um i can you find the, the women's
0: in it they they were gonna announce the bracket. I th- they they do a bracket reveal, which is weird. I don't know. When? We have the field, but we don't have the bracket itself, so I don't think they Wait, announced the bracket yet.
1: I, I can't even find the field because they they put together the the fields on their. Uh, I is it sixty four? Yes, they have sixty four teams in the women's in it. Let me see. Let me double check. Because there are sixty four teams here, like you said, like listed. Yes. Yes, there is a sixty-four team. (laughs) It is a big bracket. What? They haven't they haven't revealed
0: the bracket yet. Uh, They do that. I don't know. I I hate that they reveal the bracket separately. But um, we have. Let's see. I don't think we have any Texas. There's sixty-four
1: teams in here. Yeah.
0: We don't (laughs) have any Texas automatic qualifiers, but we have North Texas, Houston, uh,
1: North North
0: Texas, Texas, SMU, and I believe that's it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: so uh, I don't know. Nord-type we don't have a, don't have a bracket.
1: <laughs> what am I supposed I mean, to do with this information?
0: <laughs> Trust me, I hate that they do this um, because I don't know. I just don't know why they just don't. I mean, do actually, I, I feel like we know why.
1: Well, actually, I, I feel like I, I know why. why? The, no, actually, they're they're just lazy. They're just lazy. <laughs> That's it. I'm calling all of them out. This is ridiculous because the The women's to be fair, the women's yeah. reveal was at seven p.m. Central time, sure, which was two hours later than the men's. The right. men's was obviously the nit was at eight p.m. reveal, yeah. yeah. Ten p.m. Women's nit reveal. Can we get that? No, they probably said no. We're gonna go to sleep. Sleep on it. We'll wake <laughs> up tomorrow. To we know the teams.
0: Right. Like we have
1: these teams here. We'll yeah. just do it on like Monday or something. Right. It's twelve forty, and we still don't have a bracket.
0: Yeah, i don't know
1: there's no excuses here it's a uh, set Outrageous. for i'm reading it right now
0: uh 1 p.m central so that's great
1: i will not be i'm waiting not waiting for, for that, that. <laughs> I sorry WWNIT, you missed your opportunity to be on this podcast i'm sorry that's whack <laughs> it's awful the men's brackets available
0: like a second after like <laughs> like come on man like, it's, it's no reason anyway uh north teams. texas ended the year really well um
1: so I like I
0: I don't know their path obviously, but I'm interested to see how they
1: do. They could play Missouri in the first round, and Missouri's a damn good team. Yeah, like, and it'd just be see. over. Or they play, or, Troy. or they just play like, one, one of get the get other 62 teams in the bracket. Yeah, 64 teams. That's so many. Uh, just start it. Just start a C. They yeah. they have a women's CBI too. Yeah, everybody makes a postseason tournament. Look, I'm turning old. Like, what are we doing here? Why does everybody get to play in these tournaments?
0: <laughs> you're like, why is everybody <laughs> you're turning into everybody gets a trophy? <laughs> yeah.
1: This is a participation trophy now. Oh my I think god. The, I think we
0: actually have the women's the I guess it's the WBI. Uh yeah, they have a CBI for the women's. Yeah, but I'm saying I think they actually have I think they actually have their bracket. <laughs> I mean, it's not a big one, it's not a big anybody one. So in they, there? Like, they just like slap together like eight teams, I'm sure. Yeah, they do have a bracket. There's no oh, thank god. Team. Who's but in? It? It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are legitimately eight teams. Uh Bowling Green, Furman, St. Mary's, Austin P, Davidson, Nevada, Cleveland State, Northeastern. So
1: I pick northern. That's definitely
0: schools. a that's definitely a tournament. So
1: pick all these northern schools.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's why the NIT, the WNIT is so big, is because there's only like one other women's tournament besides the big one. So like they just like because like the men, you have like it felt, a couple of years ago, I felt like there were like 10 there are other ten. tournaments. There are 10. So, like, I think the women's just like, nope. Which, credit to them for not going with these, like, corny 20 other tournaments, right? They just like, you know what, just slap them all in the NIT. <laughs> just like, just save us all time. Which, <laughs> sure, fair enough. You know what, go for that. Because um, I've covered so many random tournaments that propped up out of nowhere for the men. Yes. And so, I will give a little bit of credit. Just release your damn bracket on time. That's, that's <laughs> one that's, way to look at it. Yeah, that's, that's unacceptable.
1: He's planting his flag for the women's nit. you know, you
0: know compared and compared to the whatever the hell the men got going on with these tournaments. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do that, but they just need to release it on time. So
1: good, positive critique. Yeah. Um, all right, I think we're good. I think we did it. I think we went through everybody. That was that was a long podcast. Oh, one more. Okay, pick your national
0: title right now. Hold it to it.
1: Oh my gosh! In both, in both. let's get both in both.
0: Obviously, this will change when results happen and things like that. But let's let's start right off. Hmm. I mean,
1: I just I wish there was a there was there was someone to fight South Carolina here. I mean, Stanford should be able to fight them. Like you have Haley Jones, Cameron, like Brink, all these girls. I just don't <sighs> NC State. I just. Hmm. Oh, here we go. I'm not picking South Carolina. I refuse. Ooh. I'm picking UConn.
0: Oh, okay. Paige Becker's re- uh, return,
1: which that might be cheating, but I don't care. I'm picking, picking. Uh, UConn.
0: That's not really, I mean, it's not cheating. They haven't won in a while. Don't pick. Um,
1: There's Iowa. Hold on. Uh-oh. Sorry. I was a two seed in the South Carolina region. Okay. Cool. Sorry.
0: Caitlin Caitlin Clark in Fuego game. I just want to see it. And Fuego and in performance. I'm gonna go with South Carolina. This team has felt like they've they're due. Like the fact that they haven't won one yet with this core of players is wild. Um so I feel like they're due this year. Cause I think they were the their year, I think they were the best team that COVID year. Um of course last year they got upset. So I'm, I'm gonna go. I think they get it finally get it done this year. Can I just Unless. say in
1: the men's, I have zero idea who I'm picking. I had to drive back at six a.m. today. I didn't have a chance to analyze this.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I will say the only lock I have for the Final Four at this moment is Kentucky.
0: Lock, really? You're going and, lock,
1: and and so that therefore that should be my my champion because that's the only one I feel comfortable with saying as a as a Final Fourteen. Arizona, I, I, I like, but they have a pretty tough draw. I feel like I legitimately and this would I'm I'm gonna pick some some crazy stuff here. I legitimately think if it's not going to be a one seed. And I don't know if it's going to be a two. I think it's going to be like one of those like UConn seven seed years.
0: I mean, this, this year's really weird. Like this year, like Gonzaga has been the only staple. Yes.
1: Right. Um, which Gonzaga enough, probably should
0: win. I was about to say they, this should be their year. Um, but it's also been the year where they've gotten beat by Duke and like, you know, it, as good as last I don't year. know. It's felt like there, it's felt like this has been a year where it's just like, I have no idea. It feels like one of those years last year. It was like, everybody's expecting Baylor Gonzaga yes. happened. Obviously Baylor won. I don't know what happens from there. So
1: last year I felt great. Had Baylor Gonzaga, Baylor winning at Houston in my final four, one money in my bracket pool <laughs> this year. I just don't feel good about anything. I just, I'm, I'm ready for chaos because I, I actually think it's going to be, even not in the first round. I think we're just going to see some random team just make it.
0: All right. I'm going Kentucky over. I'll pick I'll pick the other team too. I'll go Kentucky. Golly, I'm looking at all these other sides of the bracket and I'm like, I have no <laughs>
1: it's like idea. it's like all right, cool. Yeah, Auburn over, could first be of high. all,
0: first of all, I want it on the record. I think I've said on this podcast before, Kansas as a one is food. Kansas is as a one
1: that's what is, I'm saying it's like
0: Kansas uh, is not I will say Kansas is not making the elite it I'm guaranteeing that right now Kansas is not making elite elite it so I'm gonna go I don't know if I'm going as as much parody as you but I'm gonna go I'll go Kentucky over Arizona I do think Arizona makes it out I like it I like
1: it it's like I want Auburn to come out of this region but like yeah. Auburn's played like trash the past month and like Duke as a two seed, I don't think is good. Right. Villanova is good, but like has limitations. I'm gonna nah. I've watched too much SEC basketball. Um, I'm just gonna take Kentucky and I don't know who I'm gonna have come out of this other side. I'm gonna have something crazy like a give me, give me give me I don't even know. Just give me Villanova. Kentucky Villanova. There you go. Kentucky over Villanova okay Straight, straightforward i don't know if that's who i'm going to end up picking by thursday
0: i was about to say that when you when you, it's different when you type it into your bracket challenge
1: <laughs> low-key yeah i've been drinking the memphis juice over there man oh please don't no i, no, I got memphis no. i don't know man that memphis gonzaga game i'm feeling <sighs> feeling all right but i love arkansas too and i love yukon so i'm probably gonna have arkansas yukon or yukon come out of that like i i don't know i just see some crazy stuff happening all right, if Houston can win the if Houston can beat UAB, I'm interested. Yeah,
0: I like uh, I like uh. There was a tweet about speaking of Memphis. Uh, this would be the last thing I mentioned about them. But there was a there was a tweet that I saw yesterday where somebody was like, "So Amani Bates just uh went home, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's
1: just like so Amani Bates just left the team and went home." Oh, imagine! I just don't, I, I, I don't get the situation. Obviously, yeah. but like, he leaves, they start winning, but he's on the bench, and it's like, wouldn't you want to just like be a part of the winning here? Like, I can understand right. leaving the losing, right? But then I guess you have to stick to it once you leave. You I was can't about like to tell, it. you
0: can't like yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Like you guys are you guys are actually pretty good. I'm gonna come like, back. Like you, you can't you make you leave the team.
1: You got any you more can't. of those minutes here? <laughs> like. <laughs> Are you good Walking here?
0: up to Penny.
1: Y'all good? Are you tired? You tired? You coming out? Yeah. I, I, coach, I got underneath this I also, sweater. I got my jersey on. I mean, honestly, Penny would P- Penny would Penny, welcome him back. Penny, would, like, Penny <laughs> would play him one hundred. Penny would
0: absolutely play him thirty minutes.
1: Penny, Penny's like, all right, get on out there, money.
0: Okay. Right. Good job, buddy. Welcome back, pal. <laughs> it's
1: like never even left. Iso ball back up top. They suck again. <laughs> there
0: you go. Oh, all right. Well, that's right. that's the tournament, man. <laughs> That's both tournaments. That's, both that's tournaments. all four
1: tournaments. Everybody, everything. Well, not the women's NIT. We're not counting that one. Oh, that's the the that's women's the CBI. The women's CBI is the fourth tournament at this moment. And I'm picking <laughs> Davidson to come out of that one. I don't yeah. know about you. Women's CBI.
0: <sighs> I was like, no one asked for that take. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. Davidson or St. Mary's or something over there. I'm sure that's good basketball. <sighs> Um. All right, we can end this. I have like two other podcasts to do in the next two hours, so let's wrap this up. Uh, if you enjoyed, leave if I start writing a five star rating review. I don't know how we're gonna format this the rest of the way, but we'll figure it out. Um, I I we'll think we do
0: one after this this first weekend. Least, yeah, I think. Usually,
1: yeah. I don't know because the women's makes it interesting to where we.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel like we can do like I don't even know like a Saturday monday or saturday tuesday something or something like that saturday wednesday i don't know but yeah i think that's might be a a way to do it but yeah this this was this was fun uh we'll we'll figure it out and um let y'all know moving forward but let us know what y'all think about who y'all have coming out of y'all's men's and women's brackets uh follow us on twitter at dct basketball follow ish on twitter at ishmael r johnson follow me on twitter Matthew matthewbruny underscore check out the content at texasbasketball.com and enjoy the tournaments